You're listening to the weekly Joel Klatt segment podcast. Listen to it live every Wednesday between 8 and 8.30 a.m. during the football season. Presented exclusively by Audi Flatirons in Broomfield. Exceeding your experience from the first mile to the last. Doesn't get any bigger than Joel Klatt, who uh, joins us second week. So excited. Every week with Joel Klatt, presented by Audi Flatirons. Good morning, Joel. Good morning. What's going on? How are you guys? Uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. How are you? Wait, 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 do you start up this weekend or is it next weekend? But the question stumped him. Yeah. He doesn't know his schedule. It just He just hung up. He heard my voice. He said, <laughs> screw him. May I just we have you back? There, no, there, there. There. All right. Yeah, I got you. When, when do, you, do you start up this weekend or next weekend, Joel? Uh, let's see, uh, first week of September, right? So Thursday, September 1st is, is our first game. So, oh, you got a little uh, time. one last little, uh, kids, uh, family vacay this weekend. We're going to go camping. Don't worry. It does not involve a tent. I would never do that for myself. Yeah. yeah wait a minute. Are you, is, wait a minute. Yeah. Newsflash here. Cause you used to mock anybody from Colorado who went camping? Well, yeah, I mean, listen, our, our forefathers and and all of the humans for human history, all they wanted to do was sleep indoors and create an easier life. And now our arrogant asses want to run out there and sleep outside in a tent. What a bunch of idiots! What are we doing? My goodness! It, it, our forefathers would slap us right in the face. When you when you go camping, are you like Lisa, my wife, that camps like at the Ritz or Four Seasons, or like how do you how do you camp? So this is this is uh, like uh, I I don't know it's it's a it's a camping resort so like it's cabins of course it is it's nature we're gonna take some bikes up there I bought a bike rack for the first time in my life I do own several bikes now for the kids which would necessitate a bike rack um, but yeah that was interesting trying to put that together last night I'm not very handy I'm not very outdoors. I'd like to have a sparkling water and lime and go play golf. But, you know, that's not very, quote, unquote, tough these days. <laughs> All right. It's it's happening. It's slowly happening. But uh, we're, we're, we're getting there. We'll keep working on you. We'll keep working on you. Hey, we. Uh, I don't. I don't know how much you've been. Hey, uh, maybe I'll do one of my favorite things to hear about. All these people are like, "Oh, I took a hike. It was wonderful." Oh, and yeah. I'm like, "Oh, so you walked around on dirt? Great. Yeah. Good for you that you called it a hike, and right. maybe you went up a little bit and down a little bit. But now you're calling it a hike. I, I, it's I a walk. Right. Folks. I love it's the a walk. I love the. Well, who's the comedian? <laughs> the guy that played football went to Purdue. Uh, he played football at Purdue. Oh, Jim uh, Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan goes. Yeah. The first Gaffigan. thing you notice about the, he goes. The first thing you realize when you go on a hike is it's a mistake. You're walking to nowhere, and there's not even a snack machine at the end of the trail. Like it's no no restaurant. No, yeah. On it. yeah. There's nothing. I'm not even walking to lunch. No. 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 And if I'm going to have lunch along my quote hike or walk. I have to carry it. Yeah. What? What in God's name are we doing? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a dumb boy. It's a good question. I, I, I'm going to look at the text line. Three, two, one. Here, yeah. Okay, let's get into some. Uh, let's get into some football. Uh, as you look at the the Broncos, I know you follow the Broncos closely. As a quarterback, what do you see in Jerry Judy? Well, we, you know, we talked a little bit about this last week. I see a guy that's just struggling with his confidence. And, and I, I see a guy that 
that is pressing. And when I evaluated him coming out, I, I thought that he was excellent. I, I saw a guy that was pretty meticulous in terms of his route running ability. Um, physically, everything that you wanted had the speed. And more than anything, and Mike, I was actually sitting right next to you. We were sitting in the in the Belichick Super Bowl press conference before they faced the Giants in Indianapolis. I don't know if you heard Belichick because I think that you still still what? Hold on, we lost the night before. Wait a minute, no, wait, I, we, 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 we lost you for a second. You, you, you hear you, Belichick because you, you still, still what? We lost you. I was still what? You, I think you were you were still in a coma state from the fried cheeseburger oh, yes. from the previous yeah, night. I, I don't right. remember much of that press conference, no. So what Bill said, though, was he was being asked about his wide receivers and so on, and I think Welker was still with him at the time. Um, and, and he said, listen, and he kind of got you know irritated, and he was like, bottom line proposition for me about wide receivers, can you get open, can you catch the ball? Can you create space, can you catch the ball? And I think, you know, Jerry has has been inconsistent when it comes to the catching the ball part. And I think that that's a frustration. And I think there's that, that he's pressing. But when it comes to his ability to create space, his ability to create wins, I still think that it's there. I think that it's 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 very strong. And so if if he can correct and, and gain some consistency in his hands, I think that he can be um, an, an excellent player, and I've I've always thought he could be a number one. What about uh, what about his uh, the criticism uh, about his um, willingness to go fight for a ball, uh, willingness to to kind of at the point of contact to uh, you know to to basically compete for a football in the air? What what about the, there there have been questions of, about that, and some of the things that I see, you know that that you pro- I don't know, you probably saw this at some point, but um, you know, some of the little things, like if you're asked to set a pick, man, you got to set a pick and, and you, you can't do it. avoid it. Yeah, his, and, his and there's things he won't do. Sharp. Yeah. It has it. And, and, you know, being detail oriented is the only way that an offense is, I think, going to have a lot of success. And, and from my standpoint, you know, we can get wrapped up in, in just talking about the individual player, but, but he's got to fit within the system and, and those details within the system are important. And his route structure, whether he's going to get the ball or not, is important because it has to influence the defense. And remember, the the, the quarterback, his confidence in, in a wide receiver is born out of being in the right t- uh, spot at the right time and then having the ability to compete for and, and win. And so the, the easiest way to lose the confidence of your quarterback is to not fight in a 50-50 situation to not attack, to not win those situations. And from a, from a structure standpoint, remember now, and in particular for a quarterback like Russell Wilson, who's relying on pictures and structure more than a guy like Tom Brady just because of his stature. And so Russell is expecting a very specific picture at a very specific time. And for quarterbacks, this is a huge deal, a huge deal. And if that picture is not made, is not created by your pass catchers, then you're going to have problems. And, and that's where I think Jerry Judy is falling short. And the frustration is that he's got all the talent in the world, and, and those things don't take you know, talent. They just take effort and attention to detail and, and ability and, and want to, really. 
Um, and so those things, whether you're creating a pick or, um, you know, for instance, if you're running the diagonal on an all go special and you've got four verticals and you've got the diagonal, if you don't get over the top of the second level player and then cross the face of the third level player, your route is garbage and you didn't affect the defense to the point where the picture is going to be um, or manifest itself for the quarterback to create a completion. All of those are just little things, and, and that's where I think Jerry has, has fallen short. It's not about just coming out and running fast and being talented, which he is. It's about doing all of those things even within the system, to your point, Mark. Busy with Joel Klatt. Joel, we were talking about Melvin Gordon today and how he is um, – uh, <laughs> By the way, Mike has got a love of, like a total man crush on no, Melvin Gordon. No, it's not true. It's not true. Yeah, I just yeah. think sometimes he gets a bit yeah. of a raw deal. But anyway, because he puts it on the ground so he, often. Uh, go ahead. Anyway, he is can't put it on the ground. He can't put it on the ground. I get that, but he is still a a, a very good back, and he can be used in a lot of different <laughs> situations. <laughs> Shut up, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to ask you as a quarterback, how would you? use, would you want to use, and would you even be kind of salivating at the idea of how you can use two running backs with contrasting styles like a Javante Williams and a Melvin Gordon? See, you know, and, and this was, this is born out of the fact that I didn't play, you know, for a long time in, in the NFL. So to me, it wasn't necessarily about having multiple backs or one back or anything. I just needed to, or wanted to have a player or players that could facilitate everything that we needed. Do we have somebody that can run effectively between the tackles? Do we have someone that can effectively press the hole in the zone scheme and then, and then, you know, cut up the field? Do we have someone that has the ability to have patience in the power and gap schemes and in the man's game? Okay. His phone just to get to the second level before he explodes through the hole. Do we have someone that has the ability to make people miss on the outside? Do we have the ability to have a guy that can protect in, in, in the passing game? Have a guy that can be a threat as a wide receiver out of the backfield? So for me, it's not about like, oh, we've got these guys with contrasting styles. As much as it is, do we have all of our bases covered? Are we proficient or efficient? In, in every area that we can be from the backfield. So, you know, it, if, if Melvin serves a purpose within that, then great. But if, if, if not, see, I, I personally think Williams is their best back because he, he checks more of those boxes than Melvin Gordon. If Melvin Gordon can give you something, then great. But I, I think Williams checks more boxes. I mean, it, it, He's a much more dynamic weapon on all downs. So if you were to just rank those guys through all of those categories, Williams would have the lead in 75% of them and be, be the better player in the majority of those categories. Does Melvin do a couple of things better? Maybe, maybe, but, but Williams, I think, is the better player. After your scathing attack on camping, would you like to hear from uh, some of the 8 a.m. texters? Um, I, I mean, I guess. Here you go. Here's one. OMG, Joel, how can you be so bougie about outdoor activities yet find so much purpose in grown men playing a kid's game? Did he say a kid's game? Yes, he did. Did he say a kid's game? Yes. It's a man's game. 
son. <laughs> you understand me? There's another one. Hey, listen, don't you talk about football that way. It's a man's game. Can By we the way, it? kids, Go ahead. kids shouldn't even be playing tackle football. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. When, yeah. when should they begin playing tackle football? I mean, pff, earliest full tackle, Mark, seventh grade, earliest? Yeah, in middle school. Yeah, I, that's why they created for like football rule, uh, leagues. Everybody gets to play. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, one more here for you. Can we get a drop of this California sellout saying he wants a sparkling water with a lime? Say it again. Can we get a drop of this California sellout saying he wants a sparkling water with a lime? I mean, I'm 11 years sober. What do you want me to drink? <laughs> Fruit punch? You want me to drink Sunny D? That stuff sucks, by the way. You thought it was good when you were six? It's yeah. garbage. <laughs> Terrible. Straight what do you want me to drink? And then finally this one. Can we ask Joel what he thinks of hunting? That's a man's sport right there. Putting <laughs> <laughs> your own food. On your table. That's how it's done. Yeah. That's how it's done. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Well, hey, enjoy. And, and, and let's. And... God, we got to uh, get him a new phone for next week. Are you going to pick a fight with someone who camps or someone who hunts? Good point. You're damn right. You're going to pick a fight with that guy who just pitched a tent. You got me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, listen, have fun with your camping this weekend. We can't wait to hear all about it next week. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> See you, buddy. Later. Later. Joel Klatt, presented by Audi Flatirons. Hello, this is Ryan Watson, Vice President and General Manager of Audi Flatirons and Audi Boulder Service. When was the last time a dealership delivered the experience you were looking for? Have you ever felt that buying a car was solely about making the sale? It should be about the relationship, beginning with your commitment to do business with us and continuing through the years to follow. Our team is dedicated to exceeding your expectations from the first mile to the last. Come see us in person or visit us online at AudiFlatirons.com or AudiBoulderService.com.